Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. A lot to talk about today. We've got Charlie Long in studio. Steve Geller will join us at 544 Triple Option. A lot of Saints news about nothing surprising here. The Saints uh, basically released uh, uh, offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael, senior offensive assistant Bob Bicknell, and wide receivers coach Cody Burns, a little bit later in the afternoon, the Giants announced that uh, they had hired Joe Thomas as their new running backs coach. The Saints had given uh, Thomas permission to go speak to the Giants. So now four openings on the staff. You know, Pete's been here since 06, been a coordinator since uh, Marone left and became a head coach and became the and title at times. He was not calling the plays, but he had title of it, uh, offensive coordinator under Sean. Uh, and I always thought he did a good job as the go-between between two real strong personalities in Sean Payton and Drew Brees. He sort of was the guy that was the middleman in all this. But you've always brought it up. There's a certain art to play calling when you got to do it on your own. And the consistency level with Pete, we saw it late in the year. It, it it sort of worked for a while, but early in the year, Bob, it it was all miscombobulated all over the board, and you knew eventually this was going to happen with Pete. Yeah, um, that uh, look, he has enough skins on the wall. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in Denver uh, because the one thing I think the stability that he uh, brought was um, to help set up the game plan. And how you attack a defense and how, even though you're not the play caller, how you suggest certain plays. You know, whether it's in the red zone or down in distance. And that's why I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if he went end up in Denver and play the same role in New Orleans like um, he did with Sean. And now he'll do that in Denver. Because there is an art uh, to calling plays, how you call plays to set up plays. I can't think of the game. Charlie, look this up. It was a game that uh, it might have been the Bounty Gate year. When we scored, I want to say, 62 points like against the Colts, where, um, if I can recall, we had like 40 first downs, and Pete Carmichael was calling the plays. So it does matter who's the trigger man, but... Um, I think it matters know, big if you got uh, that quarterback that can Yeah, and, and, and to even last, whether you're a head coach or an assistant, to even last in one place like 18 years... Uh, you're doing something right. And, you know, we tend to always look what have you done for me lately. I always say that or the negative versus the positive. 
But Pete was a big part of uh, the Saints uh, having success offensively with the combination. Obviously, he's going to be behind the scenes, but, you know, Sean Payton and Drew Brees is getting all that. But uh, Sneaky Pete, uh, Pete Carmichael had a lot to do with that and that success. And, my God, I know how much a fan, uh, when they had the pickleball tournament, how much a fan Drew Brees is of him. He and, told us both about it, and, and he, about and, Pete. And, well, he just said, and he, it's his opinion. Everyone has an opinion. He goes, uh, Pete Carmichael's not the problem. And then I said, well, are you tell, are you telling me he's the quarterback? And he just kind of smiled. And, listen, uh, Derek Carr is a legitimate NFL starting quarterback. Now, uh, there's not enough of them. Is he worth the contract that we play in? No, unless you're winning a championship or, or or getting into the postseason, you would say, well, instead of um, you know Derek Carr being worth thirty-seven and a half or thirty-eight million, I know he's worth half of that because that's the market. Mike, right now, if you just start in the NFL, uh, you, you wait till the next like deal Baker gets. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, you, you look even Dak Prescott or Dallas's word, are we going to pay him uh, 45 to $50 million? It's just the market. I mean, whether it's fair or not, it's just uh, supply and demand. There's not enough quarterbacks. And that's why when I look at the situation and when you're going forward, and you always say this, that's why you got to roll the dice. At, uh, and uh, it doesn't matter about Jake Hayner and all that. You draft a quarterback every year. Uh-huh. I've been banging the drum and, on that. And, and truly, look how close we were to getting Pat Mahomes. When Andy Reid and the Chiefs, they bumped us one slot, and they ended up getting Pat Mahomes. Now we got Marshawn Lattimore. But, Mike, uh, watch the teams that are going to be aggressive to try and get into the top five. You know, we always talk about the Saints, wanting the Saints to do that. But the, the Saints aren't the only NFL team that that, that they know that. That, uh, look, power future and where we're at, uh, now, the one thing with Dallas, with Dak Prescott, Mike, I don't know if he'll work out. He ain't out. going anywhere. Uh, okay, but like Trey Lance. Uh, they, <clears throat> they, they think they have a bargain in Trey Lance. And look what, uh, okay, the great uh, Shanahan and the 49ers. Look what they thought of him, what they gave up in that organization to get him. So, Mike, could he be Jordan Love 2.0? Now, think about this. And everybody wasn't so high on Jordan Love uh, like they are now. Since he spanked the cowgirls That's and what he did. revision on history with some people. Uh, 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 Mike, uh, everybody's <laughs> no, like. You and I didn't think he was that great. No, all of us. And look, uh, even the, it doesn't matter when you play a team. Until that fourth quarter against the Saints uh, when he got off. Look what he's done, uh, okay, in the back half of the season compared to the first eight games. Who's to say maybe the right offensive situation, Trey Lance might not have that kind of success? The one thing with Trey, and we talked about it when he got picked, he played one year. Yep, yep. One year of college football. Uh, Okay, you would have to grow with him. I I think that they weren't patient. And then once you got Purdy, you say, man, this guy's more ready than what he is, and I'm going to play with Brock because he can win for us now. He can win for us now. That's the big part. If Jordan Love had started as a rookie, as a rookie, come on, he wouldn't have had this type of success. No, uh, that's why uh, you got to have patience. No one has patience. Not Uh, anymore. But you you think, just look at the situation in Green Bay. If Jordan Love continues to progress like we think he will, you want to talk about hitting the quarterback lottery. You go for Brett Favre. 
Mike, not, not one or two times. So you go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers and now Jordan Love. We talked about you, it. You got some teams that can't even get one well, guy right. And, and they would get three guy, guys right in a row. <laughs> San Francisco when they had Joe, and Montana, Steve Young. Steve Young. And then Jeff Garcia came in. And he, he did well. And, and Jeff was a good player. He was not at that level, but he was a good player. No, he, he was amongst the best. I'm not saying <clears> he was the best of a winning championship, but he brought stability. Man, but if the Packers hit, and again, it's a small sample size now with Jordan Love. They hit on this, and you're not paying him nothing. And you're not paying those receivers anything. And you got two rookie tight ends. Man, you can put... Uh, the other pieces around him. Now, defensively, I'm not crazy about their defensive coordinator. I'll be honest with you, uh, Joe Barry. I mean, he's all over the board on what you're going to see defensively. But, Bob, they got a lot of pieces in place. Well, he, he was aggressive. His defensive plan, whatever he did for him lately, worked against the Once Cowgirls. Worked against Dallas. No oh, question about it. Uh, you know what? You know what I like sometimes? I like that's old cover zero when they bring in the house. Yes. Even though if you can't hit the quarterback no more like you spelled to hit him, there's something still getting after the opposing quarterback to let him know you're there. Well, look what happened last night uh, with the Eagles and the Buccaneers. And Jalen Hurts. Uh, look how they're getting after him. Okay, you talk about paying a quarterback. Who was saying this when they were 10-1? and one? <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't know if we should have paid Jalen Hurts all that money. Now, Mike, I think he's dealing with an injury. We'll probably find out to have some offseason surgery. But look, okay, look, look where Jalen Hurts was at last year. They win the Super Bowl. And, and look how they fell on their face. And now in Philly, they go, I don't know if we should have paid Jalen Hurts all that money. But, Bob, but, I think it's a deeper issue than Yeah, than yeah, yeah. But the quarterback, I'm just saying. But he's going to get a lot yeah, of the blame. He, he's going to get the heat. He, gonna, yeah, without a doubt. Charlie, you got the numbers on that? Yeah, from looking back at that 2011 game against the Colts, guys, uh, 36 first downs in that game, 62 points, obviously 557 total yards, and just a 62-7 to blowout all the way back in October of 2011. Wow. And uh, for some reason, I, 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 Pete Carmichael called the plays that, that game. The thing about it is, Bob, we all know this is Dennis Allen's wheelhouse is on defense. So the offensive coordinator actually becomes the head coach of the offense. Well, and, 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 and do the, uh, when we come back from the break, I want to talk about on the staff who I know is not going anywhere. And, and now we're talking about the running backs coach and, uh, you know, going to the Giants. And Coach Gruden, do you want, as a Saints fan, do you want Coach Gruden on board? Or does he have maybe a little too much baggage? And do you want a younger mind? Because that'll be interesting to see. Because, uh, you know, they have a relationship. Mickey has a relationship with Gruden. So I'll be interested to see who's going to be running the Saints offense to help out Derek Carr to take the Saints to the playoffs and hopefully to the promised land. Bob, there's always something about redemption in this world. Oh, but I'm just telling you. And I think if you win, man, they could care less. Most people could care less about what you wrote on an email or a text or anything else. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Again, four uh, new assistants will have to be hired on offense. Pete Carmichael gone. Joe Thomas goes to the New York Giants. Uh, Big Nell was, was released along with Pete Carmichael. And, Bob, a little bit of a surprise, wide receiver coach Cody Burns. Because uh, I thought that was one area. He did a nice job with the young receivers. Yeah, but sometimes maybe the receivers uh, were too much in control. Uh, you can't be buddy buddy to the receivers. Uh, they're not they, your they peers. They're divas no, today. They're not your peers. No, nope. uh, no, you got to be more demanding. And I think that's somewhat the development. I think maybe uh, Chris Olave could be even better than he was, and then Michael Thomas coming into the building. And you know, look at At Perry. He came on strong. I, at I the thought end. At did it at the end. At the end of the game. So, so uh, that's the only reason why I, I think with that. Um, that that that's maybe some conflict there, but looking at okay, uh, you know who do who you keep, who you let go. It's all we're in a production business. Again, what have you so done lately? And Big Nell and Burns are gone. Well, uh, exactly. Okay, you look at Joe Thomas. I mean, who, Joe Thomas is a good guy. I mean, now he's going to New York Giants. Yes. You know, you like a military brat. You got to be willing to travel. He's great opportunity. He's forty nine years of age. He's been with the Saints since two thousand fifteen. Whether you're a head coach. Our assistant coach, Mike, when you start getting around a decade, a uh, different environment might necessarily be a bad thing. Because you look at this past season, uh, would you say the run game struggled? Now you might say, well, it's the offensive line. No, it's a combination of the running backs and the offensive line. The Saints finished 21st in rushing. And this, this is the kicker right here. Even with Alvin Kamara, whatever. They average, I always say this, we average 3.6 yards a carry. And we were giving up four and a half. Now, that needed to be flipped, and it was flipped the last game. Now, think about this. We averaged 3.6 yards per carry. That was the second-worst average in the NFL. So we won last, but we were one before last. So uh, that didn't surprise me why all of a sudden you go in a different direction, how you coaching the running backs, uh, division and all that. Uh, look, then we get the touchdown maker from the Lions, uh, Jamal Williams. Uh, and he scored one. He scored one, and he should have had zero. Because that garbage touchdown that, that happened, that's a different story. But he went from 17 touchdowns uh, to having a, a cheap one. So, yeah, the, the running back coach comes into play. But the one coach <laughs> that every NFL team would want, I don't know who's his agent, is Darren Rizzi. Darren Rizzi for the special teams, the Saints, if they're not the, the best, they're always in the conversation. Always top five. Again, uh, this is not an opinion right here. If you look at it uh, and, and how you grade everything, what you're doing on special teams, and you know, there was different categories, I think uh, the, the, the you and the advocate came up with this, and it was right on. We finished overall second only behind the Houston Texans. And, Mike, uh, this, is in a, this is like 13 categories. 
thought of 13 categories, the only special teams better than the Saints was the Houston Texans. Now, uh, this is the, uh, the, fifth, the fifth time we've been in the top five finish for the Saints under Coach Rizzi in six seasons. So uh, that's a big enough sample size, half a dozen years. So the fifth time top five finish in six seasons, New Orleans finished in the top ten in 13 categories. They were either le- leading or they were sharing the lead in five of them and finished second in two others. And, you know, the one thing, it might be ugly punch, but it's all about not letting it be returned. You know, Headley, I don't like our punter. I like pretty punts. I don't like how this rugby style, where it's all going. But uh, if you look at it, the Saints were eighth and punts inside the 20-yard line. And, you know, we were, we were number one in punt coverage. Uh, number one in the NFL. That's not an opinion. We only give up 5.6 yards a punt return. There was a method to the madness of that. Right. and that's Dar- none that's of us Darren got Rizzi. it right away. That's Darren Rizzi. But Darren did. And then you look, uh, Blake Groupie finished 30 of 37 field goal attempts. But uh, what have we done for him lately? Uh, his last four games, he, 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 he didn't have a miss. His last four games. So you go on with youth and you're not, not paying him like a veteran uh, kicker or punter. And, but uh, all the other Is categories. Is he the return man in the Pro Bowl? Listen, not only one All-Pro, Pro. first team. Now, Demario Davis is second team, but uh, first team. Yeah, the punt return, Rashid Shaheed. The damn punt return we did against the Packers. How we lost that game. <laughs> we winning 17-9 with 12 minutes left. That uh, Darren Rizzi, uh, I guarantee you, uh, that, uh, they better take care of him because he knows what the hell he's doing. Baba got told by a former staff member on the Saints. He told me, you will never hear me say this again. I don't think you will. But Mike, one day, Darren Rizzi's going to be an NFL head coach. He might be like uh, the second like coming, like, uh, like John Harbaugh with the Baltimore Ravens. And I was surprised he actually told me that. Well, that he has the right intangibles, the right. He's outspoken. He's a good leader. And I think he's smart enough to, uh, to you know, delegate authority what he doubt. doesn't know. Exactly. But he knows what he knows, knows. And I know he knows special teams. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. And Mark Schlereth will join us talking NFL, Saints, and playoff action right after this break here on the Big 870. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. I'd like to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line is Odyssey Sports NFL Insider Mark Slareth. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Mark is also the host of the Stinkin' Truth podcast, covering the entire NFL. Make sure to follow the Stinkin' Truth podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Stink, thanks so much for joining us right off the bat. Last night, you talk about the Eagles mailed one in. I, I, I give the Bucks full credit there. That they came out, and we didn't know what you were going to get in this game because the way the season ended for both of them. But it could have been a lot worse, Mark. I mean, the drop passes in the first half. Right, the first quarter. Uh, I mean, they, they could have really piled it on the Eagles, and they Eagles had no fight at all with them. I don't see how Nick Sariani survives this. Something happened in that locker room late in the year. Yeah, there's certainly – it certainly feels like there's a turban punch bowl in uh in Philadelphia and like I like I there's so many there's so many things that I look at and you know I, like a couple of years ago Nick Sariani's calling plays they're two and five he turns a play calling over to Shane Steichen and I thought man that was like that's 
that's a really like you got to swallow your pride as a play caller and change things up. And you know they go on this run, they get into the playoffs that year, and then in his first year, then they go to the playoffs, they go to the Super Bowl the next year, go to the playoffs again this year. But to start ten and one and to fall apart like that, and then the appointing of you know changing Sean Desai, the defense coordinator, you know halfway through or the three quarters of the way through, and and giving it to Matt Patricia, that like. Freeman said it on the broadcast. It looked like desperation. Um, like everything felt like desperation this year. Like I, I'm going to just try to throw crap at it and see if I can make it stick and see if I can fix it. And uh, there never seemed to be a real plan. I mean, I go back into the, the first two plays of the game were run to, to Swift, two runs to Swift, nine yards in the first carry. I mean, they get a first down and then they don't run again. They don't, they go like two or three straight three and outs. They don't run it again until 11 minutes left in the second quarter. Like, how is that when you were the top running team in football last year and you just get away from it? And, and I just, I don't, I don't understand what went down in Philadelphia, but it certainly. Well, I can tell right. you went down, uh, Sting, when it went down, uh, the, the, the guy who was the, the, knew how to run that offense is uh, the head coach with the Colts. What he did in Indianapolis, yeah, Mark, no, was that, impressive. That, that's why you might – there's an art, always say this, I think, uh, to call in plays. You could set up a game mm. plan, but how do you call plays to set up plays? It could be like even a defensive scheme when you pick and choose into blitz and all that. Now look how hard the Cardinals played. I think the Eagles – you know, I, I'd say more than anything lately – the Eagles miss uh, their Super Bowl offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, who left and was the head coach of the Cardinals, and then the head coach with the Colts. Uh, that the, the coordinators they miss. That's why they won the same team. Yeah, well, I, I will tell you this also. With that is that Shane Steichen and I talked to from Justin Herbert, coaches who coached with him, to um, oh shoot, uh, uh, Gardner Minshew. Um, and everybody says the same thing, man. He just has a way of taking offensive, like complex offensive concepts and making them easy for quarterbacks, like making it easy. And, you know, I've talked to coaches, like I said, I've talked to quarterbacks who played for him. They all say the same thing about him. And I think the complementary nature of football, you were in an offense where, and I'm with you, Bobby, I always say like, Hey man, there's, there's one, there's some guys who call plays, other guys who call an offense. Some guys just call plays. And, right, and it was it was painfully obvious that that Philadelphia Brian Johnson is just calling plays, like let me see if something works. And obviously, it, it just didn't. And you go from one of the top offenses in football, running the football, you know, the quarterback design runs, the RPO game, and the play action stuff that comes off of that, and all of a sudden you just stop doing it. There's a reason that they they led the league in sacks last year with over 70. Now, I know you you battle of attrition and you lose some guys to injury and you lose some guys to free agency, but the majority of the guys were still there. And you don't run the ball, you don't control the time possession, you don't, you know, you don't you don't make the other offense nervous about you know, like trying to catch up. All of a sudden you you limit your opportunities to to rush the passer. They become very infrequent. And it's all that complementary nature of, of football where those two those two sides of the football weren't on the same page ever. And this is the results. Uh, you know, you start off one at ten and one, and you end you know with a, a miserable playoff defeat. 
Yeah, uh, the, the passion, uh, the missed tackles. I mean, I don't know, the effort at times. You know, I mean, a lot of teams miss tackles. I mean, uh, to me, that's the number one thing uh, because you don't practice tackling anymore. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think any team does that. So can you come up with thin and have good technique and all to make tackles? Uh, but now, Mark, when I look at um, – like young quarterback, because we're always fascinated with the future. And, boy, you look at the Packers getting it right. Uh, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and now Jordan Love. Um, what's your opinion on this? Uh, and it's probably not a right answer, but I'm looking at Jordan Love, uh, threw for three touchdowns, and then all of a sudden, look, Romeo Dobbs. It's like Dallas didn't realize, oh, that, that guy is just another receiver. I don't know. He had a career high, 151 yards receiving. And then you look at C.J. Stroud. Became the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game. Uh, now, his second overall pick. So, uh, the Texans definitely got it right. But picked apart uh, a vaunted uh, Cleveland Browns defense. Now, maybe more at home than on the road. But uh, what do you th- I think it's a win-win. Whether it's Jordan Love or C.J. Stroud. Now, Jordan Love, when the Saints first played him, we were winning 17-0 with 12 minutes left. How did we lose this game? Now, Jordan Love was outstanding in the fourth quarter, but it seems like the consistency of C.J. Stroud and they have a defensive head coach. So, uh, you know, who's going to get the credit when you're guiding him? (laughs) D'Amico Ryan, no, he's not telling C.J. Stroud what to do. But uh, it's different ways to skin a cat. But uh, but, uh, who do you like better? Okay, I'm just putting you on the spot. Uh, It's a win-win, but Jordan Love or C.J. Stroud right now in the future? Yeah, I mean, they're both playing really good football, and you know, it's, there's a couple of different things. I love, like, I love talking to C.J. Stroud. You want to talk about an old soul, mature kid who really is, you know, from, like, he drives D'Amico crazy because if things aren't perfect in practice, you know, like, there's an incompletion. And he's like, no, nah, I want to run that again. And D'Amico's like, dude, we got to move on. Like, all right, so we had to drop. It doesn't matter. And, oh, by the way, I want the same receivers running it. So bring in the same, like, guys just ran a 40-yard go, you know, and you're like, do it again. No, 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 come back, we're, do it again. Like, like he's, his attention to detail is so great. But, you know, an interesting story about, about Jordan Love is in Aaron Rodgers' last year in Green Bay, because um, I was just asking Aaron, are you like, listen, man, you're going to be back? Are you leaving? You're retiring? What's going on? You know, we were just kind of shooting the breeze and kind of laughing about it. And I said, okay, well, tell me what, what's been different about Jordan Love this year. And he's like, listen, man, this kid knows, like, this kid, we had this conversation about, you know, about practice and the importance of practice. And he goes, you know, when I was backing up far, I made it a point to – essentially try to eviscerate our defense every week or every, every practice and just try to eat them alive. And he goes, that's where I developed the, the off platform throws and, you know, all the things that I do now, they all started because I did them in practice. And until you take that part seriously, until you go out against our starting defense and try to absolutely dominate them, every Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, like you're not going to make the next step. And so they had this really cool conversation as relayed to me by Aaron Rodgers. And, and that's exactly what Jordan Love did. And 
it's the same thing that, that Aaron Rodgers did. And it's, you know, it's one of these things where nowadays most guys get thrust into it and a lot of guys just aren't ready to play. Right. They freak um, out. <laughs> and, yeah. And, 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 but in Green Bay, they have had this. And, and let's not act like they're smarter than everybody else. Come on. Right, like right. Aaron Rodgers fell to them. Like, there was no way he was supposed to be around. He was all of a sudden, he was there at 24. And they're like, all right, well, let's take him. What the heck? Right. right. Because Favre was still playing great at the time. So they've just like, they have, they have fallen into some of these things, but um, yeah, both of these young quarterbacks are, are awesome. Both of them have made it their profession. And, uh, and it was, it was one thing that Jimmy Garoppolo said to me right after he got traded from new England to San Francisco. And, I was asking him about Tom Brady and he said, listen, like the thing about Tom is he said, this is not, this is not a profession. This is a lifestyle. Playing quarterback is a lifestyle and you've got to be completely committed to the lifestyle and that diet, that's exercise. That's, you know, I mean, that's everything, the preparation, the study and all that kind of stuff. And you got two young guys who are committed to the lifestyle and that's, that's really cool to see. We are on the line on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line with Mark Schler from the Stinking Truth Podcast. Insider Calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Uh, Mark, uh, two games in the divisional round I'd like you to take on. 49ers, Packers. Chiefs Bills and right now, man, the, the Bills are really hot. They're playing well. They do have some injuries now, and um, man, with the Chiefs, uh, they, they can't put seven up on the board when they get into the red zone. They're really having struggles there, but their defense is playing well. So, well, your thoughts on Packers Forty ers Chiefs Bills? Yeah, Packers Forty ers really interesting. I think the I think the Forty ers the best team in football. Um, just all the different things they can do, the physicality with which they play. They and Baltimore, to me, are the two best as far as just being able to impose their will on opponents. So I, I really like those two teams. Um, you know, I love the the response that Brock Purdy had after his, his four-interception game on Christmas night to Baltimore. Um, and, you know, the conversation that I had with him, because I did the next game, and, and he's just like, yeah, I, what do you say about the critics? What do you say about the – you know, and, and, you know, about you not being an MVP or you being a system quarterback. And he goes, anybody who says I'm a system quarterback doesn't watch film. <laughs> um, Amen. And, and like, and he was like, and he wasn't arrogant about it. He was just matter of fact about it. And I love, I love that about him. He's a great kid. He's a lot of fun. He's playing really good, but they're, they're so good. And I think, you know, going back to our conversation, Bobby, about play callers versus all callers of offense. Kyle Shanahan is, to me, the best designer of offense in football. The guy is just phenomenal. So um, I love San Francisco. And then ultimately, I really like Kansas City. I think it's the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has ever played with. This is crazy. They've been in the playoffs every year since 2018. Okay, Every year since 2018, they've been in the playoffs. This will be Patrick Mahomes' first road game. Every it, game yeah, they always have home field advantage. <laughs> right. The, the, this is the first time he's played Whoa. on the road. You know, the Super Bowl is considered a uh, neutral site game. So right. This will be the first road playoff game he's had. It's been in the playoffs every year since 2018. <laughs> Three Super Bowls, but the AFC Championship where he lost twice at home, which is incredible to me. 
But there's a couple things I like. I think, you know, the matchup, like the Bills are beat up right now, and they, they lost yeah. most of their linebackers. Like, you know, Travis Kelsey dominates the middle of the football field. You've got a bunch of backup linebackers in there. Um, they found something with Rasheed Rice. And then I think ultimately, if they can run the ball and they can they can kind of set the tempo with, with um, Isaiah Pacheco, which he just runs hard and angry. Uh, I think that for me, I think the Kansas City Chiefs going and beat Buffalo in Buffalo. But – like I love what Buffalo's doing. I love I love the uh, you know I love Josh Allen. Although I would I would tell you this, like the whole you know the whole quarterback slide thing where I, I get the protection of it, but where Josh Allen actually starts to dip down and then he takes off again. Like if I'm coaching the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm saying, hey guys, we can get one fifteen yarder. Right. Like hit him. We yeah. can get one fifteen yarder. If, if that son of a gun tries to fake a go-down, let's just try to lambaste that dude. So uh, it'll be interesting. They, of course, you, when you and I played, Bobby, there was a little bit more frontier justice involved. <laughs> right, 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 right. That, that there'd be a, a forearm shiver to the head. And like, oh, no, yeah, that, that right. was a, a tackle. I mean, that was just a tackle. But you know what, Stink, right. when I think about it and that uh, everybody's human, and uh, what I mean by that, like Coach Shanahan, He's outstanding mm. with the 49ers, and I think he might have learned from this. That if you remember with Dan Quinn, there's no way the Falcons should have lost to the Patriots with a 28. No way. Uh, okay, now think yeah. about this. I think, and I, I told Mike, Mike this, that I don't know if you agree with this, but if you look at the game, there wasn't enough time for the Patriots to come back. But I think not only did he want to uh, beat the Patriots, he wanted to stomp them. He wanted to crush them. And I think he's learned from that. You know, you don't get any style for it. You just got to win the game, and mm-hmm. you don't have to humiliate your opponent. So I think even the great Shanahan, uh, because uh, that could have been Dan Quinn's Super Bowl. Look, he's a hot commodity right now. When he's doing four or five interviews to be a head coach, he laid an egg with, uh, with Dallas. Uh, look how they're trying to stop the Packers. But when I look at that game and with Shanahan, because Dan Quinn's not telling Shanahan what to do with that Atlanta offense. But I'm telling you, yeah. by them not running the ball and, and saying that. It well, cost them the, it, the title. It, it cost them. So I think you can all learn. It's not like no one's perfect, but you have to learn upon your mistakes and then don't let that happen again. Yeah, no question about it. you gotta be able to, you got to be able to do that. And, um, and that, you know, that to me is your head coach's responsibility because – at some point, as head coach, you got to say, and this is Dan Quinn, you got to say, hey, yeah. dude, we're going to eat up, we're going to eat up some time on this clock. Like, we're not, <laughs> we're not like, passing. We not, <laughs> right. And, and Kyle's like, wait, I've gotten here doing this. That's what I'm going to keep doing until, you know, and that's the difference between being a head coach. I've talked to Kyle about this. That's the difference between being a head coach and being a play caller. As a play caller, you're just trying to call plays, you know, and, and, and put as many points on the board as you can. As a head coach, you've got to manage the football game. Mark, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Always appreciate it, bud. My pleasure, guys. Take care. All right, right, Steve. That was Odyssey NFL insider Mark Schlereth. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice, where men have skin too. We'll be back to finish it up here in our number one of Sports Talk on the Big 870 right after this break. We're finishing up here in our number one of Sports Talk on the Big 870 and certainly the big news, major coaching changes with the Saints on offense. And I I would expect, Bob, uh, this won't be everything. I think you might see a few more somewhere down the line here. Well, uh, the, the bottom line is, and I said this before Wild Card Weekend, uh, that Dennis Allen, Mickey Loomis know this, uh, 
that uh, for sure, uh, Dennis, he's on the hot seat uh, before there's even a hot seat. Because next year, okay, uh, it, it is truly, I thought this year was playoffs or bust. But next year, I know it's playoffs or bust. It could be, I hope it's not the same song and dance what happened in, uh, with the Raiders. Uh, you get off to a slow start. Uh, no, then all of a sudden, uh, you're not maybe having the, uh, you have an interim head coach in the middle of the season or something. You know what's going to happen? They better get themselves some veteran offensive linemen. Okay, rookies are one thing, veterans are another. You got to rebuild that offensive line because you got two secure guys, Ruiz and McCoy. Other than that, everybody else is in question. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 